Welcome to the Shorthand States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Mark Ogier and uh, we're finished slightly early on this third and final day of the September States meeting after deputies decided to work through their lunch and get things finished here and um, all day it's been the same subject and that is the report of the privileges panel um, which was tasked with assessing whether Deputy Gavin St Pierre had abused his parliamentary privilege by naming a doctor and member of the medical specialist group Dr Sandy Bohin uh, in a uh, debate on a motion uh, to debate a uh, learning report which was uh, way back in April of uh, 2022 and uh, well we ended up Mark with a long speech by uh, Deputy Gavin St Pierre which pretty much sort of finished uh, finished off the debate today in which he, he made uh, several revelations including um, which he thought justified entirely his, his approach to all of this that uh, now 16 families he says have uh, approached him um, a, half of those quite recently off the back of the, the publicity around all this um, with concerns about the way they feel uh, they've been, they and their children have been dealt with by uh, medical services here. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that then led to, uh, to several comments about um, other people. I believe you also mentioned a doctor and a nurse who contacted him. Uh, and it sort of brought to light how some people felt that uh, the specialist generally not just this one but others had, had sort of treated them like they felt in a, in a poor fashion um this has always been denied by um the med msg and they've always said that you know they're going to learn from various things but uh deputy st pierre made it quite clear that the very inciting various emails he'd heard of that had been sent from uh, msg specialists to to patients who'd raised concerns that it didn't seem like they were prepared to learn they seemed more concerned about you know how someone got hold of an email and uh, you know how dare someone dare question their uh, their authority yeah, there was one specific example he gave wasn't mm. there that uh, a, a specialist had said how did you get my email that's right yeah it was on the, the MSG website. it was on the website and I, I think it's important to make the point actually in our coverage right here that um dr sandy bohin although named was not uh, being named as the person responsible for all of these uh, various grievances that are being described but was being named as the uh, doctor responsible uh, at the time for safeguarding and, and hence her uh, mm. being specified in that manner you know uh, listeners shouldn't think that all all of these uh, complaints as such as they are sort of being leveled uh, directly at one particular individual um, this was really quite a long and uh, wide-ranging speech from Deputy St Pierre, wasn't it? After he's been yeah. sitting in silence listening to a great deal I, of Absolutely, and, I mean, I, and of course, um, people who see the front page of today's paper will know that, that perhaps the biggest criticism came in a speech last night from uh, Deputy Peter Fairbrush, of which I think was about 40, 45 minutes long, uh, in which he was he, he did not pull any punches um, in his criticism of Deputy St Pierre, uh, who... Then gave as good as he got, I think we could fairly say, this morning. And I think there'll be a fairly thorough report in tomorrow's paper um, where he laid into Deputy Fairbrush in, in a way which I have never heard anybody laid into in our states before, not even yesterday. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what impact that has. Deputy Fairbrush remains silent throughout. Um, yeah, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm curious to hear how that, that, what ramifications that might have because uh, it, it, it wasn't just him saying, look, You've got the wrong evidence here. You're using fourth-hand hearsay, which is any anyone involved with law. That's nowhere near enough evidence about things that Deputy Severe had said. But not only that, he sort of 
brought into uh, question his actual qualities as a leader of, of the Policy and Resources Committee. So, yeah, pretty strong stuff, I thought. I don't know about you, but I've never heard anything like yeah, that before. Absolutely. And, and, and it's a weird thing in a way that, that in stark contrast to the, the degree of uh, heightened emotions uh, that we saw in this, and actually uh, Deputy Simon Fairclough, my old colleague, um, was was one to say that, you know, that, to, to draw attention to the fact that things had got really emotive and was cautioning deputies against, uh, you know, you know knee-jerk reactions based on the uh, the heightened emotions that everyone was uh, uh, seeing. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a strange contrast between that and the effect of what they voted on today, because um, actually, in some ways, it was being um, argued that the, the actual decision on how they were going to vote was utterly ineffectual. Mm-hmm. So to explain this, the, the, um, the motion before members today was simply to note the uh, report uh, of the privileges panel into um, which which itself was a three-two verdict to say that Deputy Governor St Pierre had not abused his privilege. The two dissenters from that view being Deputies uh, Delisle and Fairbrush, um, and uh, th- th- a few members asked, "Well, what, what, what does it mean if we don't note this report?" And um, the the bailiff was uh, clear to say, "Well, and I say it was clear. It was clear eventually to say that this was actually an entirely neutral." Um, uh, thing um, earlier on, he had used the word uh, um, accept. You know, it was it was a um, it was a way in which the members would accept the uh, report. And obviously, if some find it unacceptable, then they'd feel they had to uh, vote against it. It came down to a very close vote in the end, seventeen sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, what one deputy who voted for it, who you might not have expected, was. Deputy David Delisle, he, as I say, was uh, originally voting, uh, had voted to say that Deputy St Pierre had um, uh, had abused his uh, his uh, parliamentary privilege. However, he, he said, "Look, you know, that was my opinion in the report, but that is done now. So be it." Um, that, that, those, that's the findings of the panel yeah. five members I was outvoted and he d- expressed great disdain for the fact this debate today was even happening at all mm. and to some degree I don't blame him <laughs> because of the, it was, wasn't exactly edifying but, so he voted for but Deputy yeah, Gullup who, you know, who as the chairman of the majority the chairman of the panel voted against I know, I'm baffled I didn't I haven't really picked up on um, Deputy Delisle changing his vote um, yes but Deputy Gullup right near the end he uh, delivered a speech sort of in response to the debate and and just made it sort of sound as if he'd heard what had been said, uh, and on reflection, um, he was going to vote against the uh, was going to vote against the report. And looking back, he would have voted with those who'd found that Deputy Sambia had abused privilege. So it's a very strange thing. I think he he did use the word technically because I think he he didn't want to impugn Deputy Sambia's integrity because I think there's a lot of talk today about. Uh, a member's intention when they were naming someone in the state. Did they believe this breach of um, privilege was in the public interest? Deputy St. Pierre made it very clear that he did. Uh, but even so, yeah, as I said, Deputy Gollop felt that it was a, it may have felt that way, but it was a technical breach nonetheless. So yeah, he changed his vote. Very, very strange situation. It was a, a very odd conclusion to what had been a fairly acrimonious debate. And uh, yeah, not a very pleasant one. No, indeed, and and as we say, one one of uh, of in some ways little consequence of which way you vote on it, and then hence the split in, in seventeen sixteen. But um, in in other ways, profound consequences one would think, and um, uh, in a minor way and a in a major way. The minor way is the political fallout of it, um, and I think it's probably worth pointing out that although we've mentioned Deputy St Pierre and Deputy Fairbrush sort of going hammer and tongs, actually 
one thing that Deputy St. Pierre made clear was that um, in his uh, um, previously quoted in our pages um, uh, assertion that uh, some deputies were looking to use this as a way of getting rid of him, he wasn't referring to Deputy Fairbrush actually, mm. but to Deputy Carl Mearbelt, yes. with whom he also had a considerable um, a spat with in the in the states this morning, um, and and so yeah, there, yeah, as you say, with that with that visceral attack in both directions, there's going to be political fallout from that. But I think in a in a major way, um, more significantly, um, now that we've we've heard detail of some of that learning report, so there's going to be the pressure to have that published, uh, even if slightly redacted. Deputy St Pierre alleged that it only needs some slight reduction mm-hmm. because very few uh, there's very little likelihood of uh, Miners being um, identified through it, um, yeah, so the, the pressure now is going to be uh, ramping up on the publication of that, um, at, at least to deputies, many of whom haven't seen yeah, it. This and, but, and we may not have heard the end of this either. Do you remember one deputy, you may not have picked it up, I can't remember who it was, but one said, look, forget the fact that we can't reject this report. Um, it's perfectly open. If somebody, anybody wants to, they can put another complaint to the privileges panel. So heaven for them that we end up going through this whole thing all over again if there's another complaint that well we're destined to anyway because we've still got the code of conduct oh no that's so there's that as well um, yeah. so yeah we quite definitely haven't heard the end of it but you've heard the end of us talking about it for now yes. I think because that will do uh, on uh, the, this day three of the states uh, September states meeting not long to go out till uh, something happens in October what's that now but, um, oh yes the, the minor issue of the capital prioritisation the much delayed decision as to uh, what this starts to is really supposed to be all about so we'll come back to you with that uh, in a very short course 